Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, I'll be at the Model X launch party on Tuesday. But first, some more Model X seating news. P85D owners get ludicrous. Tesla opens a new factory in Europe and more. We have liftoff. everybody, welcome to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. It's episode 9 for September 27th, 2015. My name is Ryan McCaffrey, thanks for joining me once again. And here we are on the virtual eve of the launch of Model X, finally, after all these years, over three of them in fact. And I received a very welcome email, very welcome and unexpected email this week. I was invited by Tesla through uh, whether they've heard about the show or, or maybe through my work uh, at IGN reviewing the Model S and the P85D. Uh, I'm not sure, but in any case, I appreciate the invite and I will be there on Tuesday. I'll be bringing my recorder and my hope is that I'd like to try and talk to some reservation holders and, eh, you know, you never know. Maybe I can get a minute with Elon. Probably not. Not getting my hopes up. Unlikely. But hey, you never know. Uh, it may be too loud in there to get anything good, but my goal in bringing a recorder, my goal is to sort of kind of try to do the show from there if I can. Uh, and just, or at the very, very least, bring you, those of you that can't make it, bring you some kind of flavor of what it was like to be in the room. So that is my goal for next week's show. And hey, if you are listening and you are going to be there, which it seems like all the signature reservation holders, of course, as well as all the founders, uh, the founder members, uh, founders cars, it seems like all the SIG reservation holders are invited. So if you're going to be there and you're a listener, uh, track me down. If you see me, please say hello. Would love to, would love to meet you and maybe even, maybe even uh, talk to you for a few minutes on, on uh, the air here so we can we can have a little fun with next week's show, just talking to some actual reservation holders who finally get to see the car in person for the first time. Uh, also, I want to mention that I have a new toll-free voice mailbox number for the show. It's actually easier. It's just been upgraded to be easier for you now. I want to thank Life on Record for that. The new toll-free number, which I'll need to remember to put in the show notes as well so you have it written down, is one 888-989-TESLA, but uh, the stock version, TSLA. So that's one 989 tsla which is 8752. No need to dial any invitation number, mailbox number, anything else. Just dial it up. That's all you need. Uh, though if you're either international or you prefer Skype, you can also dial that same number on Skype or just call the Skype username LifeOnRecord2, uh, the number 2, all put together, all one word. So, uh, and uh, while we're talking, in fact, I wanted to go ahead and take a quick phone call before we get to the news. There's actually there's a lot of news this week. Elon was off on a European tour, so it was a very busy week. We got a lot of quotes from Elon, a lot going on. But first, a quick phone call from Connor in New York. Connor, go ahead. Oh, hey Ryan, this is Connor from New York. Um, I really like the podcast. Love all the things you do. My question for your Tesla podcast is, what do you think the Model 3 is going to be like? Is it going to be like the mid-size, more of a sedan, sort of like the Model S? Or is it going to go sort of the Model X route and be um, a crossover SUV style thing? Thanks for uh, 
hope you putting me on and love the show and good luck to you. Well, Connor, thank you for the call. We do already know a decent bit, uh, just rough sketch outline-wise, about Model 3. We definitely know it's a sedan. We know that a crossover variant is coming at some point, probably not right at launch. It's likely to be the sedan that launches first, but at some point on the same platform, there will be a Model 3 crossover utility vehicle variant. Uh, we know that uh, it's going to have a base range of over 200 miles, EPA rated, so that it's, or, well, Elon has said 200 real-world miles, which hints at a 220 to 240 EPA rating. And uh, we know that it's, Elon has reiterated time and again, $35,000 base price without any tax incentives. So we'll see about that. Now, as for the rest of what I think the car is going to be, I think at the end of the day, I mean, Elon's also talked extensively about this car being, he's very much taking aim at the BMW 3 Series. That's whose lunch he is going to try and eat. And I think the, I mean, the Model 3 that I am hoping for and that I am trying to plan and save for over the next few years and have already been trying to plan and save for is the, uh, the top-end version. I want my hope and uh, belief because because Elon has said, I mean, the, the, the Tesla has to be, the electric cars have to be so much better than their gas engine counterparts, their ICE counterparts, that it's just, there's no question that, of course, for the same money, you know, if you're looking at a BMW 3 versus a Tesla Model 3, you, of course, are going to take the Model 3. I mean, that's, that's you've seen, that's what Model S is doing now. Model S versus Porsche Panamera. No contest. Model S versus Audi RS7. Pretty well no contest as, as far as the performance, the efficiency, uh, the supercharging, all this stuff. So I expect the same with Model 3, even though the price point is such a huge factor, that $35,000 base price. But my expectation, and also my hope, is that the Model 3 will option up, will eventually option up and top out at basically a mini Model S. Do I think the base version of the car is going to have the auto-presenting door handles that the S and X have? No. But do I think that's going to be an option? Yes. Same thing, uh, you know, panoramic roof is already an option on S. I think that will be an option of some sort on the Model 3. Um, the, the, I expect the 15-inch... I expect a 15-inch touchscreen to be standard. I think just because the car is going to be 20% smaller overall volume... I doubt they'll use the 17-inch the screen. That might take up too much space since the 3 won't be as, almost certainly won't be as wide as the S is. I could be wrong, but I suspect it'll probably be around a 15-inch screen. But, um, the, you know, of course, a performance version, an all-wheel drive version. But it, at, at, ultimately, I think you will be able to build a mini Model S with the Model 3, and that's exactly what I am hoping for, and that's what I want out of the car. So we shall see. Uh, the answers should start coming more, much more clearly in March of 2016, if indeed Elon holds to the time frame of March being the reveal event. So we shall see. Uh, but Connor, thank you for the call. And again, if you want to dial into the show, call anytime, toll free, one 989 tsla That's 87 Five two and thanks to Life on Record for uh, upgrading my voice mailbox on that. Be right back with the news. There is a lot of it this week. 
before I head out to Fremont for the Model X event, let's get to some Model X news. First of all, you'll remember that a few episodes back, I noted that the Tesla website used to say that new reservations for Model X would get their car in the summer of 2016. And then, recently, it, it had changed to say that a new reservation would deliver in early 2016. That was quite a change. Well, it has now been revised again, and it now says that new reservations can expect delivery in the, quote, second half of 2016. So uh, if you see the car, if you want the car, now is the time to get your name on the list because it could be, it, you know, that's sounding to me like probably a one-year wait from right now. Uh, also, August, on that note, was a record month for Model X reservations with, according to uh, the website Electrek, it is a uh, set 1,730 reservations made in August. That is, of course, that's not a surprise. That's not a surprise at all. Of course, the pre-orders, just like in my world, in the video game world, the pre-orders usually spike right before the game comes out when everybody's excited, they're ready to buy it. So, uh, the, of course, the, the Model X now finally imminent. No, no surprise that pre-orders, that reservations are spiking. Forum chatter on the Tesla Motors Club has suggested, uh, apparently via various Tesla Store employee inquiries, by the way, that showroom demo cars, uh, I guess, as usual with the store employees, you know, they, they, they're just not always well-informed, but some, some of us have said uh, October, some have been told end of the year, but it seems like uh, others have been told early next year. So we don't quite know when demo cars, when you'll be able to actually go to a Tesla store and look at them, but you know, probably plan on the beginning, the early part of 2016. And then if it's anything sooner, you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Just calibrate your expectations accordingly. I know for me that I'm, I'm actually hinging. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hanging a dream, uh, on, onto that because, uh, my cousin Patrick, who I turned on to Tesla a long time ago, uh, he, I just started talking about it and talking about it and he, uh, he does well for himself and he was looking into it and he actually ended up getting on the Model S reservation list not too long. It's around, I think, Labor Day before, before the actual deliveries, you know, after the, the founder's cars had, had started to go, but uh, before, you know, signatures and other produ and production had started. But my cousin Pat has a, has a, a February 2013 build Model S. He's, so he was, you know, one of the earlier customers. He's got a VIN, I think, in the 4,000s or so. And he has repeatedly, he actually, he's been asking me about Model X. Like, oh, what have you seen about it? What have you heard about it? So, and, you know, I've kind of like half joked with him, except not really joking at all that, because he's, he's got a, uh, he's a very tall guy. He has, he has a, a bad foot and he has, he kind of, you know, it, the Model S is not the easiest car for him to get in and out of. And he, uh, he has four big dogs, actually three at the moment, three big dogs that he does. He puts the dogs in the S, but you know, an X, he, he's been eyeing the X cause it would potentially be easier in his life. It would make be a much better, uh, quality of life car for him. So I've been telling him, well, you know, Hey, you could get the X and then, you know, you just, you make me a nice deal on your, on your S and, uh, I, you know, that get me in a Tesla sooner. So I'm <laughs> the sooner that the X gets into the stores, gets into the showrooms, 
and my my cousin Pat in Arizona can go look at it, then I'll then I'll know for sure whether this pipe dream I'm clinging to of of maybe getting to buy his old S for a, at a at a good family discount will is just a if it is just a pipe dream or if there's any chance of it becoming reality. But um, in any case, yeah, keep an eye out for. The, sh- the cars to start hitting the showrooms to look to go look at touch sit in uh, sometime in the next few months but you know f- plan on early next year now in other model X news the early signature holders are now scrambling after an update to the design studio has added a new seating option all of a sudden you know when the design studio first went up for those very first few reservation holders and of course all the images were were posted online as well, they should have been. Everybody was excited to see them. You know, it was three uh, sort of deluxe seats that all could operate independently, but the, th- those three chairs made a row together. Well, now the option in the design studio is being given with no price difference. It's simply a choice. Remove the middle seat, and you can have just the two seats and a what seems like a fairly sizable, just nice empty space there right in the very middle of the car. So if you've either got less, no kids or, or less than three kids, this could be a great option. Uh, it just yeah opens up a ton of space in the middle of the car. And of course, with that third row folding completely over, there's still the mystery about, you know, well, not so much the mystery anymore. We talked about last week that the second row is apparently just going to kind of lean forward to create some extra room, but, but not actually fold completely over. But the, the third row, the two-seat third row definitely folds over, and so uh, the, there could that if you opt for the six seats instead of seven, it could really open up the cargo space for you. So I'm very very curious to see this, and maybe if I'm lucky, maybe even get to sit in it at the event. Um, time will tell. I, I would suspect they'll have. I mean, you know, it's a founders delivery event. But I've got to figure they're. I mean, they're gonna have cars there in the room for. I don't know if people will get to sit in them, but at the very least, there to to look at and get a get an up close look at. So, um, also on that very note, if you are a signature reservation holder and and you're just now happen to be hearing about this by chance, the some of the earliest Sig holders are reporting that they've in their communications with Tesla, they've been told that these if you opt for the six the, the uh, six-person seating, the, you know, the two, two chairs in the middle row, that these, these captain's chairs do not swivel. So they don't pivot. They don't like pivot out to when the, when, the, when the Falcon wing door opens. So that is what they're being, folks are being told now. Also, I wanted to add one other thing to this. The, the new design studio photo is an overhead shot. That, uh, the, what's, and what's interesting about this to me is that it, again shows a center console in the X. So uh, indications are, uh, indications seem to point to a center console being a standard feature, at least in the SIGs. Yeah, this this certainly only applies to the SIGs, so maybe it's going to be a paid-for option on production cars. But the console seems to be happening in in the X. So um, I, I wonder how folks will feel about that. I mean, it's in my time in the S... I actually love just the negative space, just that big empty valley between the front two seats. But then again, I mean, in my car now and in any car I've ever had, 
I am a person that keeps my cars like really clean. I don't want anything in my car, like any loose anything. I want it clean at all times. So there's just never any clutter or anything. Uh, I wish I could say the same about my office or my desk at work or, or anything, but, um, so yeah, I, I, I like the sort of negative space because it's just, it just makes the car feel more open to me. But I know a lot of people do value that space as sort of secure storage, uh, capability. So we're, that, that's another thing that we'll be, I'll be keeping an eye out for on Tuesday at the event is do any, if there are cars on display, do they all have center consoles? I'll be bringing my camera uh, for sure. And I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely be tweeting pictures. There's no doubt about that. If you're a video game fan of mine, uh, well, obviously you must be some sort of Tesla fan. If you're, if you're one of my IGN followers, uh, but I'll apologize in advance. My, if, I guess not, to, I don't need to apologize to this audience for the fact that my, my Twitter feed on Tuesday night is going to be 100% Tesla. But again, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan, and I'll be posting as I'm sure many folks will, but I'm definitely going to be, I've got my, uh, iPhone six plus, uh, which has a, a decent camera on it. Although God knows what the lighting conditions will be at this event. Could be dark and it could be tough to get a good shot. But in any case, uh, follow me on there if you'd like to see whatever pictures I post up. Moving on, as for the Model S, P85D owners who ordered their car prior to July 17th of this year can now put down a deposit to upgrade their cars to ludicrous mode, should you so desire. It is a $500 deposit to queue up for a $7,500 upgrade, which is stated to be broken down as $5,000 worth of parts, $2,500 in labor. So $500 down and then another $7,000 uh, when the bill comes due, when the job's done. The upgrades will happen only, they're, they're gonna, upgrades are gonna start at the Fremont factory. They're gonna start in Fremont over there so uh, if you want it ASAP but can't get your car up here to the Bay Area, you are going to have to wait a bit longer in the queue uh, for it to roll out to certain service centers. They're, this is sort of going to roll out slowly because obviously they're, you know, this is not a simple thing that they're going to do to your car. Um, also, it's going to start in Q4, which is now. <laughs> That's pretty much now. Q4 technically starts in October. So, and this is last I checked, this is September 27th. So, uh, look for that to start soon. So uh, you'll also get a new badge, by the way, it is, as you would guess, P85D, but with it underlined. So you'll get, you'll get a fresh badge for your car. Now, the one other thing, there was a great, there's a thread about this, of course, on TMC and, and one, uh, excellent post pointed out something I hadn't thought of. Before you sign up to do this, you, you just you may want to consider checking with your insurance company to see if you would be compensated for the full value of a ludicrous mode car in the event that your car gets totaled at some point in the future. Because otherwise, this is a whole heck of a lot of money to be spending, you know, and if something goes wrong, the insurance company may be like, hey, that's not how the car was when you bought it and insured it. So uh, do... Do look into that as due diligence, but in any case, the uh, jump in line now if you're eager to get your P85D upgraded from insane to ludicrous. 
Meanwhile, Tesla has opened a new factory in Tilburg in the Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands, pardon me. It's a 50,000 square foot facility that employs 180 workers. It includes an assembly line and a sweet indoor test track that I saw a video of online. Looks really cool. I've seen the one in Fremont. I've been on the, the factory tour in Fremont, which is pretty awesome too. Um, it's just it's just awesome to see indoor test tracks and then you know these silent cars zipping around them. So this this plant in the Netherlands will service, of course, the Netherlands as well as Belgium, France, and Germany. And you know, think back now. Elon now has long indicated that this was this was always been part of the plan. I mean, just like you know, BMW builds X3s in America. Um, Nissan, I believe, builds cars here. Honda, I think Honda builds cars here too. But Elon has long indicated that this is this is part of the plan. Uh, that I, he's also mentioned he wants a Tesla factory in China to be able to build cars there uh, for that market. So remember, folks, if there's one thing that we've learned about Elon Musk, it is what: do not doubt Elon Musk. The guy is not one to be, if he says he's going to do something, he's probably going to get, get it done. Not necessarily when he says he will. That's, the, that's, that's Elon's Achilles heel so far, is uh, our meeting, meeting deadlines and release dates. But he generally, if he says he's going to do something, he does it. The guy does it. So look for more Tesla factories opening, maybe who knows about elsewhere in Europe, potentially in China. We shall see. But this is excellent news more jobs uh, created by Tesla, in this case in the Netherlands, and just more, you know, more Model S's and X's to serve Europe. Speaking of Belgium, by the way, I mentioned them a minute ago, Tesla sales are up there 70% year on year, according to the aforementioned website Electrek. They're doing some good work this week. The Model S uh, outsold all other battery electric vehicles in Belgium they all, it also outsold every other plug-in hybrid. I guess they're, uh, they're not such big fans of the Prius plug-in hybrid over there. I see a lot of those here in the Bay Area, the old Prius plug-in hybrid, which, boy, you know, I respect the Prius for it's what it has done for you know, driving mass-market-priced fuel efficiency and at least trying to reduce emissions in, in some capacity. But God, I, the the Prius. I mean, I, granted, I guess I've only been in a million taxi cabs that are Priuses and U Ubers and cabs, basically. Oh God, those cars ride terribly. I I could not stand to be in one of those things on a daily basis. But in any case, Model S killing it over in Belgium. So that is awesome to see. Now, finally, this week. While speaking in Germany on his European tour, Elon Musk confirmed that he is in talks with, quote, some auto manufacturers about sharing the supercharger network, something he's mentioned in the past. Here's the actual quote from Elon. We are actually in talks with some manufacturers doing just that, and it will be exciting to share that news, he said. So again, we gotta, we gotta remember who we're dealing with, and that's Elon Musk. And this is a guy... Literally no one else would do this. In fact, I, you know, while I'd like to think and hope that everyone at Tesla is on board with Elon's vision, there may very well be high-ranking Tesla folks 
that somewhere in the back of their head huff and puff because they know that that this but that the offer to the even the offer to share the supercharger network is potentially mitigating a massive competitive advantage that Tesla owns. I mean, heck, there may be some of you, maybe some of you Tesla owners might scoff at this due to the potential for added wait times at superchargers. But Elon has continually said over the years that the goal of Tesla isn't to build the number one car company in the world, but it's to accelerate the world's transition to electric vehicles. And that's exactly what he's doing. I mean, as long as the supercharging stations can expand capacity in order to to meet the demand of potentially sharing, then ultimately that that's going to be just a good thing for the world, for everyone. And, you know, Tesla will win too in the sense of if, if you know, I don't know if Tesla will permit adapters or if they'll insist, well, you know, sure, you can use our supercharging network, but you got to use our plug. You got to use our port, in which case the benefit there wouldn't be necessarily licensing per se. It could be. But if everybody is on Tesla's uh, plug, then that means there will be many, many, many more non-Tesla charging stations set up around the country and around the world that are use the standard Tesla plug. So that's a good thing for Model S owners. Could ultimately result S. I got. I got to start. See, now I got to get in the habit. I've got to start including Model X owners because as of Tuesday, they will officially exist in the wild on the roads. I wonder, I should make a prediction on next week's show when I think I'm, when, when I think I'm going to see my first one in the wild, not in a Tesla, not near a Tesla store, not near, I mean, I probably won't be near Palo Alto, the meeting Tesla's Deer, Deer Creek headquarters or the factory, but you know, I, I live and work in San Francisco. I see Model S's daily. In fact, today I had some, I had a couple of appointments down on the peninsula in the San Mateo, San Carlos kind of area. So driving down, I must've seen, I, sometimes, some days I, I like to count because I'm, uh, again, I've said this on the show before. I'm a mental patient about Tesla, but today I wasn't counting, but I wish I had, because I'll bet I bet I easily saw 10 to 12 Model S's today, just driving, just on a back and forth trip, uh, what, 20 miles down the road. But in any case, uh, what was I saying? Oh, just the, the, the plug. Yeah. Um, oh, th- I was, then I was saying, boy, I'm getting, I'm getting really off track this week. Can you tell I'm excited for the Model X thing on Tuesday night? No, I think, uh, yeah, next week's show, maybe I'll say, when I, I'll put I'll put down a, a bet of nothing on when I think I see I'll see my first X in the wild. But in any case, uh, Elon is talking to manufacturers about sharing the superchargers. So we shall see. Now that could it's possible that could be a European thing at first. Could be U.S. Could be worldwide. But uh, time will tell. But Elon clearly is open to it, and he you know from his quote, it will be exciting to share that news. He wants it to happen. It's, it, it sounds like the, the holdup is going to be the other automakers swallowing their pride and saying, okay, Elon, you win. We'll, we'll use your, we'll use your, your setup. Okay. We'll use your setup. All right. Uh, that is it for the news this week. As you can tell, there was plenty going on. 
Let's get to some plugs right after this, and then I will see everybody, hopefully I'll see some of you at the Model X event. But first, again, some plugs right after this. All right, that about wraps it up for this week's show. I remind you kindly, follow me on Twitter, if you feel so inclined, at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, tweet me whatever. Comments on the show, if you're liking it, not liking it. Some uh, suggestive suggestions, constructive feedback. If it won't fit in 140 characters, you can always email me. The show email address is teslapodcast at gmail.com. If you're a video game player... Give me a look over at my day job, IGN.com. I do a whole bunch of stuff over there. I also have a little uh, fun t-shirt line on the side that uh, just kind of started as a thing I'd been wanting to do for a while. A little, some fun designs, fun video game and geek-inspired t-shirts over at nerdstyles.com. So take a look there if you'd be so kind. Also, please be sure to subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter, which you can do so, you can do for free at Tesla Weekly. Com. Finally, if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they're special. The recordings can be podcasted or put onto a keepsake. Visit my friends at lifeonrecord.com to learn more, and I thank them once more for upgrading me to the, uh, the premium version of that so that I could use it for the voice mailbox on this show. That does it. So again, I look forward to hopefully meeting a few of you over at Fremont at the Model X event on Tuesday. I will do my very best to bring back some kind of flavor, hopefully some sort of direct audio. If I get to talk to a few folks, it's probably all going to depend on how loud it is, how the conditions are in the room. But in any case, one way or the other, I will have a full first-hand account of the Model X Founders Delivery event that is this Tuesday in Fremont at the factory. I can't wait. I look forward to sharing my report with you all on next week's show, which is fitting. It'll be the 10th show. We're into double digits next week. So I look forward to that, and I will see you all next week. (laughs) 